This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome into Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I am Jay White here this morning with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wiltz Couture, IT expert at Newcore Steel, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. We always want to hear from you. If you got any problems going on in your tech world, this is the place to go, so much as the guys are here. Questions, comments, want to share anything awesome or ridiculous, what's making your tech world go round? Call us today, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Again, that's one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. As I talked about in the uh, opening of the show, before the news, there's plenty to talk about, including um, now a shortcut to say, "Hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over," and it being able to record the conversation going on, which is pretty cool. All of the PS five information that you could want, except for a hard and fast price. Uh, but there are rumors of what the price will be. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's nowhere close to as bad as I thought it might be. Uh, there have been leaked images of Samsung's Galaxy Watch 3. So that's some fun stuff that is to come out. Disney Plus uh, in July will complete the Star Wars library. So that's some pretty strong stuff that they have going there. Uh, and, and while we're in the streaming world, we'll talk about how uh, the quarter one numbers have uh, proven what everybody pretty much knows, that streaming has become an essential uh, part of life, uh, specifically here in America, to consumers. Uh, What with all the time that we had at home. And there's a new Pokemon Snap game announced for the Nintendo Switch. So uh, for uh, one of my twin sons, the rest of the world has stopped, and that is all the news. And uh, before we get to it, you know, those are some of the things that we want to talk about today. And, of course, take your calls if you've got any tech issues. But uh, uh, old Java, Clean Cut Jones here and me, the news was happening right there. And I almost want to junk the whole entire show that I had planned to talk about the guy who runs Bumblebee Tuna going to prison for three years because he tried to he tried to price fix the price of canned tuna. Nothing is holy or sacred. <laughs> is anymore. there nothing sacred? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was sitting here listening to the intro before the show, and I know we're a tech show, but I also wanted to say, dude, that's a lot of tuna. $600 million? Right. That's some tuna. That's a heck of a tuna fish sandwich. It's funny because when that story was playing in in our headphones, 
as soon as they mentioned Bumblebee Tuna, Java and I both looked up straight at each other and we're and, and we were like, terror reference. Yeah, it was like, what about the Bumblebee Tuna made us look immediately at each other? Like, what is going on now? And I guess it's because you know everybody's had a bazillion cans of you know tuna that's tastes terrible and it's like four cents a can though. So, well, it it was at one point. Now I don't. Maybe it's more now. They tried to fix the whole industry. So anyway, uh, fellas, how's it going? Jeremy Wiltz, good morning. Good morning. Uh, going pretty good. My first week actually back in the office. So uh, my, my commute got much longer. <laughs> Not I, was, I was enjoying that commute from the bedroom to the living room. I just had to worry about if there was any collisions of the cat and dog. Right. Other than that, there was no real traffic. So how um, how is that? Um, I know the, the first day going back and knowing that I mean we at MPB we kept doing our local shows so the complete abandonment of going to work never really happened but for yeah. a pretty good while there maybe 6 8 weeks maybe longer it was basically going into work doing your local show tying up some production stuff and then getting out of there as soon as you could and that's that's a sweet schedule I'll tell you that right now. But the the first day coming Hopefully back. Hopefully Jason isn't listening. <laughs> right. Well, he would probably agree. But anyway, uh, coming back the first day knowing that, okay, I, I have to stay here all day today. It was a little bit different. I had to talk myself out of, uh, what's that? Was everything? Okay, let's go. No, no, no. I can't today. I got to stay here and work. That was a little bit different. How was that for you, Wills? Uh About the same. <laughs> um, yeah, and, I don't have room service anymore. I mean, that was working out pretty good. Um, Let me go in the next room and make a sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. Um, no, I mean, it worked out pretty good. I mean, in all honesty, you know, I'll just decide it's kind of good to be back around and see some of my teammates. I really actually miss the folks that I work with. Um, you know, it's kind of nice, even since we've, you know, the radio show is kind of flipped us around a little bit it's kind of nice with this whole skype thing so at least i'm still getting to see you guys and i feel like you know at least we're hanging out a little bit um so so yeah i mean it was, it was nice in that regard but man my car was getting three weeks to the gallon i was really liking that <laughs> right right now i mean jerry we've talked about this a couple of weeks now for you nothing really ever changed did it i mean you you kind of you stayed well, at it okay so you know you guys were uh you know, you, you were going stir crazy in your office, so you were glad to get out and go home and stuff. Meanwhile, I was going stir crazy at my office because I was so used to doing, you know, on sites and stuff like that. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of business calls for me, so I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm stuck in this building all day. <laughs> I really like to like get out and go, you know, handle stuff in the field. It's one of my favorite things to do because you know, this job can get very vanilla sometimes, you know, virus removals and you know, I mean, it just, it, it really can get kind of old. So field work <laughs> keeps it very dynamic. It keeps it, keeps it very interesting. Uh, like right now, I've got a computer that I've got to work on as soon as I get done with the show uh, for a company that cannot cut cabinets right now. So they are like, Oof. you know, they seriously need that computer going. Yeah, so they do. I'm happy to. Yeah. Yeah. Virus removal. I got I to gotta imagine that's kind of like the oil change of uh, computer repair, right? Like the most basic you know it, yeah i mean it, it's like the first thing that i teach a, a new person when they come in all right let's do virus removals because i mean for one it's probably the most requested thing that we get 
And for two, once you learn it, it's wash, rinse, repeat. It's yeah. just a it's a pattern that we've developed, you know, just a set of procedures. So, Wilt, i got to ask you, the guys uh, who, who continue, guys and gals who continue to work at the mill uh, through this whole thing, I know you probably had like a reduced staff or whatever, but the folks who did work through this whole thing, when everybody's coming back now, they're like, ah, oh, man, we enjoyed having so much silence and space and not having to deal with other people and stuff. Do they give you guys yeah, a little like, bit you know, of business? The admin people are not here. We don't got to deal with them. And There's been a lot of popping by my door going, oh, you? New guy? Were you able to find the place? You know, so, I mean, I didn't really want to admit to him that I had to throw it into GPS to figure out where the place was located. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, there's been a, there's been a, a good bit of uh, lighthearted ribbing. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, I, I'm really blessed. Kind of like you, I work with some wonderful people. And, uh, but, yeah, there was a whole bunch of that. They all of a sudden see the the glow of light from my door being open. They're like, "What in the heck? Who's right. this guy?" I mean, actually, just before the show, as you, as y'all were ringing in, had a teammate that just popped by to pick on me. So, <laughs> and, and you know what? I miss the fact that you're not in your uh, your backyard uh, bird land. So, yeah, I might have to just take a Wednesday off and just go back that. to that. I and mean, we got another mama bird that moved in. Yeah. Well, I, I look oh, forward man. I look forward to having the, the, the sweet somber sounds of your backyard again. Until then, we'll go to the phones. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We have Bill up first in the Shoba County. Bill, good morning. Thanks for calling. Uh hello. Hey, what's going on? Uh okay. Uh I uh am out in the wilds of Neshoba County and I got really bad uh, reception plus I have uh, a metal roof uh, and so now I'm staying I'm working from home and I'm supposed to be taking part in all these video conferences and I I can't I have to turn the video off and I just get the audio because if I try to do video I get this you know it, it collapses me out of the conversation and it says your connection is unstable uh, so I was wondering, uh, how, how do I get somebody out here who can, uh, help me, uh, address this issue? Well, there's a few things that we can look at. Uh, first off, are you connecting through a home wireless device like a MiFi or a hotspot or are you connecting through tethering your phone? Yeah, uh, just through my, my phone. Okay. So uh, your phone is kind of like a backup hotspot kind of thing. It's not really intended to be used as like your primary device. In fact, um, you're just you're not even hotspotting. You're just connecting directly with your uh, wireless carrier, which is uh, probably Verizon or Seaspire. I'm assuming if you're out there in the sticks and you're actually getting a signal, it's kind of got to be. Um, your options are still extremely limited, unfortunately, and um, we don't really recommend satellite internet because your experience won't be much better with that. So, um, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to have to say that your your best option right now, if you're on a 4G connection, is to just continue with the. Uh, if you're on a 4G connection when you come to town and it gets worse as you go out, uh, your best option is just continue to use audio. Okay. Um, so the, 
there's no hardware fix that I can improve my reception or I mean, there are devices that may work a little bit better, but I'm assuming that you're getting a 4G connection out at your house. If you're not, then you're getting a 3G connection because the signal's not strong enough. And if you're not getting that, then you definitely don't have very many options. But yeah, we uh, we answer this question on a regular basis. And unfortunately, rural internet is just not really, there's not a great solution for you. Yeah, you're really at the at the uh, at the the mercy of signal strength at that point, and and there's not really a lot of people will try to sell little tricks and you know kind of like the equivalent of throwing uh, aluminum foil on the old rabbit ears, but when it comes to these these digital signals, there's just not a lot we can do. You're kind of working with what you got. Unfortunately, Bill, that's it's kind of the way it is in Mississippi right now. Uh, we get this call at least once every single show. And, you know, that's the issue right now. Um, I wish uh, the folks making the decisions with the money, and I'm sure they know to some extent, but I wish they could hear how often this tech program deals with folks who are dealing with, you know, next to impossible working standards with their Internet or, or you know, cell signal you know, out in rural parts of the state of Mississippi. It's a thing that I know they're going to work on it eventually, and they're trying to get to it. But, um, yeah, it's it's for the in the meantime, I know that's not an answer that you want, but, I mean, it's something we deal with every single week. Bill, we appreciate the call from Neshoba County this morning. one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number, one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Fellas, it's almost – I wish there was a way that we could set up a standard reply – for that that question that comes along but well i mean we don't want to come across as insensitive right but, no I mean, absolutely we do get it so often it's like you know we do care we really really wish there was something that could be done yeah but unfortunately it's it's pretty much out of our hands it's I mean, we don't can, have the money yeah you can hear in, in in bill's replies like come on that's it Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately that's really it. Along here. right i would really like to bill i really would yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those um, – it, it just goes to show you how it, it really is a legitimate problem. I mean, you know, a, a lot of – this is what a lot of our listeners and, you know, a lot of our neighbors out there are actually dealing with. And it's, um, you know, there's just not a really easy – there's not, not really a, a happy answer coming out of it. Uh, I think maybe the answer is just, you know, start talking to your – elected officials dot 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 you know whoever's in your area and let them know that this, this is an issue and you know it, it really comes down to you just got to make your voice heard but um i mean it's, it's going to be an ongoing problem for us until something happens or buy up some teslas so elon musk can shoot some more satellites into the sky man i'm really thinking that's going to be pretty cool if it does what they're saying it's going to do yeah i mean um i haven't totally seen the proof of concept on it but you know, I mean, technology is trying to fix the problem with technology. Just unfortunately, we have a gap there. Well, there are some parts of technology that are still cool, like right now in our Skype call. And before you zoom away, don't don't sleep on Skype because right now, Wilts, his background and his Skype call is the living room from Married with Children. And that's <laughs> even though this is a radio show and that's an audio thing and this is a visual thing I'm talking about. There, there you go. There will not be a better part. I can verify it. 
there will not be a better part of this show, nay, maybe even this series. All right, we're going to take our first break here. When we come back, we've got Gus and Belzona and Sharon and Hernando. We're going to get to your calls and get to some of the news in the tech world as well. 1-877-MPB-RING is the number 1-877-672-7464. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio with Wills Couture and Jeremy Thompson. I am Jay White. Thanks for listening this morning. Give us a call and join in with the conversation this morning. one mpb ring is the number. That's one 672 7464 Among the things we'll get to before we get out here today, PS5 was uh, their big release, uh, their big preview um, uh, gala event thing happened. Last week, uh, it was the the day of the show last week, or either Thursday, I can't remember. But um, uh, lots of fancy stuff. People made fun of the uh, aesthetic of the machine, uh, going as far as to take pictures of uh, two pieces of paper slapped around a um, um, a router, <laughs> and calling that, saying that's what a PS five looks like, and it kind of does. I'll be honest with you. Of course, uh, the, I like the Oreo cookie one I saw. Yeah. The, the new the new Xbox machine looks like I don't know looks like a radiator almost it's just a big well anyway all right let's go to the phones uh, up first we have Gus in Belzona Gus thanks for calling in good morning hey good morning I got um, uh, two two questions uh, if that have to do with Apple products if you don't mind one of them is uh, you know. Most apples, uh, there's a wall plug that comes in the box with a little square cube that you USB cable into to charge it. Um, I have um, always used that for my phone, and uh, there was one that came with my GoPro camera that had it for its battery. Okay. Every time I plugged the GoPro batteries into this thing, uh, they would charge to a certain level, but they never would completely charge, and I thought I had bad batteries. Well, at some point when I was traveling, I ended up having to buy um, one of the larger uh, Apple uh, wall plugs. And I want to say it's 12 watts, and I might be mistaken with what the wattage is. But anyway, I plugged the GoPro batteries into it, and all of them came back to life. Now, getting to the Apple part of it, my wife was telling me that her brand-new Apple tablet would not go above 36% uh, on its charge and it would go down really quickly and it would even go down while she had it plugged into her charger so last night i plugged it into this 12 watt cube and within three hours it was back up to 100 percent, and it's running like it's supposed to do those things make a difference absolutely oh yeah so uh higher wattage more power uh to your batteries yes absolutely um the main thing is that a lower wattage charger will take a significantly longer time to charge it. Uh, but I have noticed um, uh, with iPads especially, 
um, if you don't use that higher wattage charger, your battery will only get to a certain capacity. As far as your GoPro goes, um, it actually uses, uh, is it using USB-C or is it the older USB style? It's the older style. You can plug it into anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your uh, your Apple chargers are for your Apple products, and your GoPro is definitely going to need something besides that Apple charger. Um, Apple's been running on the five-volt uh, one app for a while, and they just recently started incorporating USB-C and upping their wattage on their mobile devices. Now, they've been doing that up for a little while on their MacBook Pros or on their MacBooks, uh, but. Uh, not most of their devices have been on lower wattage but yeah it absolutely makes a difference and you're going to need uh more wattage in the future um as uh, let's see my uh my galaxy note plus has uh, i think it's a 45 watt charger uh with it it, it came with a 25 watt so yeah you're going to see a lot more wattage in there because they're they're really bumping up how quickly these things charge right all right one other uh, one other quick thing i wanted to mention um, I have a uh, uh, an iMac that's a little over a year old. Uh, four months into the ownership of that, um, it had this thing where when it uh, when it turned on, um, the little um, Apple would show up and the loading bar below it would start. It would get halfway, and then the screen would split in colors, and it would stop. Mm. And I don't care how many times you rebooted it, unplugged it, held down the start button with it unplugged, you know, anyway, I went round and round with Apple uh, over a period of like four or five days, reinstalled uh, the operating system, did everything, and uh, they finally told me I had to uh, bring it in, and I'm living in Belgium, mm-hmm. the closest place to take it was Jackson, I got kind of disenfranchised with the ice, that's why we buy things online, is so we don't have to go, anyway, uh, I was reading on the internet where um, you had to pull the additional memory sticks that were in and out and uh, reboot it that way. And this case is closed. I couldn't figure out how to open it. So what one person had recommended was that you unplugged it, held down the start button, and then plugged it back in while you're holding the start button down. It fired up, uh, completely rebooted itself, but both fans were running high enough that I thought it was going to levitate the screen. Uh, so once mm-hmm. we booted up, I shut it down and turned it back on, and it's been flawless ever since. You got any idea why that would have happened without destroying the machine? Uh, there were several points where your audio kind of cut out, so uh, oh, I hate to say it, but I didn't, we didn't really catch all of the details there. Um, it sounds like you powered your machine down and you did a, uh, like a, a, a reset of the, like, like the PRAM. I, I couldn't, I, I'm sorry. I couldn't make it out. If I'm, if I'm clear now, the, um, you, I unplugged the machine and held mm-hmm. the start button down and plugged it in while I was holding the start button down. It fired up, yeah, okay. rebooted itself. Yeah. And then both the fans were running like wide open. And uh, so mm. I shut it back down, and then when it came back up, I haven't had another problem with it since. It, well, that's great, because when you were telling me your problem, it sounded like it was a motherboard or something. But to uh, to have it uh, fixed with a reset like that, what you did was you basically drained all the electrons out of it and then gave it a fresh start. You know, uh, computers are non-volatile, so when that memory loses 
the power to it, it gives it a reset and allows it to basically start fresh. So it sounds like that was uh, uh, very helpful in getting you to get that going. We see that a lot with uh, laptops that just turn the screen just turns black, like it'll turn on, but it won't come on. Uh, we tell people, you know, pull the battery and hold down the power button for about 60 seconds and that'll drain all the electrons out. So that sounds like a, a similar procedure. Uh, so yeah, that definitely does fix things. It is, it's very mysterious. Um, we can't really explain to you why, but we can tell you that it does fix stuff all the time. All right, Gus, we appreciate the call this morning. I'll tell you what, there is nothing, uh, as an Android owner, there is nothing worse than not having that super fast charger around. Oh, gosh. And even worse is is when you can't find a block. I have four children, so those things disappear constantly. Uh, it's a battle nonstop. Also, chargers, yep, that's, uh, yep, not not happening. Can't find those ever. Uh, my wife is actually, um, <laughs> she's been reduced to uh, gluing um, cables into blocks and gluing blocks into uh, outlets to keep kids you know, I'm from take, taking those around I'm and losing take, them. <laughs> I'm going to take this moment to, to make a little public service announcement here. Uh-huh. Um, I was I was with my sister the other day, and uh, we were in her car, and she had her iPhone plugged up to a little charger, and it, you could tell it was cheap. And I said, Lauren, why would you why would you take your eight hundred dollar iPhone and plug it into a five dollar charger? And she goes, I paid exactly five dollars for that. How did you know? I was like, it looks like a five dollar charger. But <laughs> let me ask you, if you're driving around right now with your eight hundred dollar phone, why are you using a five dollar charger to charge it? It is a bad idea. It is going to result in damage to your phone, either through premature battery death or something even worse. Don't do it. Get you a good charger that's made for your iPhone or your iDevice to make sure that it can provide the sufficient amperage and wattage that you need to fully charge it. Oh, look, I, I've gone yeah. to I've gone to the to the lengths of buying like at the Bucky's or whatever it is, the loves the loves travel palace or whatever it's called. The the plug in. Uh, like the the I've not, I don't know the tech the terminology for it, but the thing that plugs into your um, cigarette lighter oh. thing and actually oh, has the wall plug in on it. Oh, that, the inverter. Okay, I like that's a that's that's a cool sounding thing. The inverter sounds yeah, like a you got a power inverter. Sounds like a so rough finishing move for somebody. I did the same thing when I got my uh, my Galaxy because I was like, well, I've got this high wattage charger. Or I've got this phone that can support all this wattage to charge it, but I don't have a, a car charger that can support it. Well, I could just plug it into an inverter. So that's what I did. Yeah. Don't get hit with that inverter. All right, let's go back to the phones. one 877 mpb ring one 672 Sharon has been very patient with us in Hernando. Sharon, thanks for calling in. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. I still have a similar charging problem with my iPhone. I have an iPhone 6, and the battery uh, stopped charging, and it completely went dead, and I couldn't turn it back on. And so I contacted Apple, and they sent me an identical iPhone 6, and the exact thing happened. It wouldn't hold a charge, and eventually it went down to zero, and it would not come back on. 
So is that a okay. heart real problem, a soft foot problem? I'm confused. Well, it's hard to tell you what kind of a problem it is, of course, because everybody's situation is a little bit different. But let's talk about the charger. Are you using the factory charger and the cable that came with the iPhone? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. So in that case, it may just be that you've gotten phones with defective batteries, which is common. Another thing that you can look at is uh, possibly there is debris down in the charge port, and that can be Mm -hmm. cleaned out. And usually that can bring the phone uh, back to life as well. I'll have a lot of people that will come into my shop and they'll say, I can't get my phone to charge. I think I need a new battery. And we'll clean out the charge port and go, not you just had a dirty charge port. Right. I've tried that because that's what they suggested. So we did that, Mm -hmm. and that didn't help. We did a soft reset or hard reset, and... On their end, it was looking like 100% battery capacity. So it was a good battery, but it would not uh-huh. charge. Uh, so have you tried a different charging cable and charging block? I do. I have several Apple pro- products, and my husband, mm-hmm. iPhone charges perfectly. So I use his, you know, charger and nothing. Sounds like maybe you just got another lemon. Make them, yeah. Make, yeah. As much as it is, you know, an inconvenience and annoying, I'd make them give you another one. Right, right. Well, I'm in the process maybe, maybe of doing Maybe get 6S this time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try that. Or, I don't know, maybe oh. for your trouble, maybe try to negotiate up. You know, hey, you've, yeah, given, yeah. you've, you've given me seven several, or an eight. You've given me several bum phones in a row, so why don't you give me like a nine or a ten or a whatever, you know? That's right. Excellent. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Sharon, we appreciate the call this morning. Thanks so much. Thanks. Sharon called from Hernando this morning. Let's uh, stay on the phones before our next break. Uh, John is on the road. He's been patient with us as well. John, thanks for calling. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Um, I was calling in regard to the uh, prior caller who called about his uh, lack of cellular signal in his home. Uh, being a truck driver for 30 years, believe me, uh, it's, it's been an issue. <laughs> so uh, there are fixes. Uh, WeBoost. Um, I know that there are other uh, forms uh, like this, but it's a cellular booster. You can get them for your vehicle, which I have for my truck, uh, but you can also get them for your home. You can get them at Best Buy. You can order them through Wilson Antenna Online and other various things. But WeBoost has, uh, for the home, it has an external antenna that comes into the home, and then you have uh, it has uh, basically a, a Wi-Fi uh, port inside the home. So it gathers the signal outside, it boosts that signal, uh, and then retransmits it in the in the house. It becomes basically a transceiver in the house, so it will uh, so it, it it boosts not just uh, data but also uh, for voice. So there are there are options for boosting inside the home. Um, the other thing I would suggest that I use for my daughter, she lives in a, a very rural area uh, where there is no uh, internet, basically. Uh, 4G Antenna Shop, if you go online, it's the number four and then G Antenna Shop. Um, I got her uh, unlimited high-speed internet. It's via the uh, cellular, and they pull from uh, all of the major carriers, whoever happens to have the best tower for their area. And once again, you can get an external antenna to to pick up the weaker signal. It boosts it. She has amazing uh, uh, 
Wi-Fi in her home now because of that, um, you know, Internet. And uh, I think they limit it to 25, no, 125 gigabytes um, of, of really high speed. I mean, like, 75 meg download speed. Um, and once you hit the 125 gigabytes of data, it reduces it down to, I think, uh, 20 meg, which is still amazingly fast. So needless to say, she doesn't have any uh, bad times with Internet in her home because of it. It's a little on the pricey side, but if you have no other option, yes. it's, it works. So... So that's uh, that's WeBoost, wikiechoboost.com. Uh, there are boosters available there. You can take a look. They are on the pricey side. Um, yep. But, yeah, that is yes, definitely a, uh, a good suggestion. We appreciate that. All right, John, we appreciate the call. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for hanging out, hanging out uh, for us there. And uh, I'd love some of our folks maybe to try that out and let us know if that worked for them because – like we mentioned before, it is an issue that we run into on a near-weekly basis. We'll take a break here. Coming up after this timeout, we'll talk to Jackie in Itawamba County, and we'll talk about some of the news of the week as well. Uh, a little update here. Wiltz has now got the Tiger King behind him. Uh, I, I, wish, I wish you could see this. It took me a lot not to burst into laughter as that last person was being so serious on their call. Um, maybe I'll take a picture of this and put it on the podcast uh, episode page. We will take a break. This is, <laughs> this is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. There's still time. You can call in if you'd like. 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. 877-MPB-RING. This is Everyday Tech. We'll be back. This is an MVB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. This is MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. 877-MPB-RING is the number. 877-672-7464. Without delay, we will... Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Wiltz has got the uh, Oval Office behind him now. Update. All right. Uh, let's go to Jackie in Itawamba County. Jackie, good morning. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Um, I would like some advice on how do I... Um, what kind of radio do I need so that I can listen to the classical music? MPB. All right. So, uh, guys, back up. I got this one, okay? I got this one. I'm trained. Uh, <laughs> I'm trained to answer this question in my sleep. All right. So what you can do is you can go to any big box electronic store like Best Buy, and you can buy an HD radio. Uh, or there are, if you don't want to do that, uh, some car radios a lot of car radios have hd built into them not all of them necessarily do there are some manufacturers like i believe ford for sure uh, they come stock with radios that also have hd bands and um 
the easiest way to do it, if you're not trying to go buy an HD radio, if you have a smartphone, download the MPB Public Media app. It's free in the iTunes and Google Play Store. And uh, also, you can listen online, mpbonline.org. Uh, on that app, you can listen to streams of uh, MPB Think Radio and Music Radio. Uh, and it's the app is is really, and I'm not bragging on us, it's one of the most intuitive media apps that I've ever seen or used. Liz is dying to tell me something. Have Liz come in here. She's trying to. Well, I I have the message from Liz because okay. you gave you gave some wonderful options, but since uh, Jackie from Itawamba County inquired about uh, MPB Music Radio, we're going to send her what? a free what HD radio. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. All we need you to do is hold on the line. We're going to get our phone screener Kevin to uh, get your um, address. It's a slippery slope. We will. It's a slippery slope. We'll we got HD radios for everybody. Well, this is, we have an HD radio for Jackie from oh, Wamba County. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Jackie, that's that's awesome. I'm glad you're getting one of those. But hey, in the meantime. Uh, and if you're in a place where the you know you don't have your HD radio with you, an easy way to do it, especially if you have a smartphone, is the MPB Public Media app. Oh, thank you so much. Y'all are wonderful. Thank you. Jackie, we appreciate it. And don't hang up. We're going to put you back on hold here, and they're going to get uh, your information there. How about that? Called and asked about, and how? let me give you a little, little inside scoop right here about uh, MPB Music Radio. There may be two guys who are part of this show that are working on revamping the lineup a little bit. It's been a minute, so how about that? Some inside info for you right there. Jackie, thanks for calling from Itawamba County. She was not a plant. Uh, she actually wanted to know about MPB Music Radio. We did not set that up. I do not know Jackie, but I do love her now. All right, let's go to our next caller is Ferdinand. In Corinth. Ferdinand, thanks for calling in. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, actually, I'm from Clinton. Oh, okay. Clinton, yeah. Uh, I put you um, way in the wrong area. Sorry about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. I just, um, you know, in March, whenever the Galaxy S20 Ultra became available for pre-order, I pre-ordered that one. And I'm on, I bought it from Samsung, and I'm on T-Mobile. Um, you know, they had that little... Uh, uh, oops, uh, the other day about the network and all that. Uh, but my question is, with the uh, acquiring Sprint, you know the mid-band from, I don't know, uh, the 12,000 uh, gigahertz or 1,200 gigahertz or something like that. Um, because I have the Ultra and uh, I believe all the bands are, are uh, available, if one of your experts there can, say, can see if uh, whenever they... Uh, launch the the mid band will that affect the speed as well as the coverage or just the speed okay so i believe you're asking about 5g um and you said you've got the s20 ultra which does support 5g when 5g becomes available um yeah you're going to see uh higher speeds on your device Uh, as far as signal strength goes it will always be uh, determined by how close you are to an antenna or a broadcasting device, however 5G is out there. Well, yeah, just uh, just so we know, I currently, uh, it, it has launched here. Um, I currently work in Ridgeland, so the 5G is 
available here, but the speeds don't go above 120 megs down or up. Uh, so it's that's well, that's um, pretty darn yeah. high. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not super duper 5G high, but it's pretty darn high. Um, what you have to keep in mind is that this is still uh, in development. Um, it's still being deployed, so I'm sure that there may be some parts of your city that have it. But you may, you should see the uh, the speeds improve even more over time. It's still just something that's being rolled out and worked on. In comparison to Verizon and AT and T's so-called 5G, uh, I don't know. I'm not a hater. It's just <laughs> I've always been a T-Mobile. Uh, uh, customer, um, is it going to be uh, what we've seen uh, last year that it, it was like 700 and 800 megs down? And, uh, you know, as soon as you pass through a glass, you'll be no 5G whatsoever. Is it going to be like that or has got better uh, penetration than uh, the shortwave one? I'm sorry, I, I didn't quite understand your question. No, the the five G. You know, Verizon um, has the shortwave millimeter wave. Uh, that you know, if you're near a you know a repeater, a repetitor, uh, it would be uh, like seven hundred, eight hundred, up to a gig of speed down. And as soon as you go through a glass, it, the five G will drop. And I'm thinking, will it be the same? Will ever will T-Mobile ever have a millimeter wave as well as the five G through the you know normal? Um, you know, I, there's really no way to say what a particular company is going to do with their antennas, with their uh, with the way they operate their network, with their infrastructure. Uh, so we really can't answer that question. Um, you, if you are so loyal to T-Mobile, if they don't offer that, you may have to jump over to another service. However, like I said, this technology is still in its infancy, and it, it's it's supposed to be rather versatile in what it can do and the way it's deployed throughout cities. It's not like there's just one big antenna that everybody connects to. This thing is supposed to be um, hitting power poles at some point, I believe. So um, you're, you're going to continue to see this technology evolve. It's still just very, very new. So what you're experiencing will change over time. Guys, I do uh, appreciate you very much. I just recently moved back to Mississippi, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm getting back to my MPB roots. So uh, uh, I come from WPLN in Nashville. So uh, you guys are just as high. My best remarks. Oh, well, thank you very much. And I won't put you in Corinth next time, I promise. Ferdinand, we appreciate the call. All right, one eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You know, I think maybe about a year ago, uh, we talked about a map that had been released that showed the current availability of five G. And boy, it's come a long way in just a year's time. I know at the at that time. Mississippi was a um, very uh, barren wasteland for 5G, except for some stuff that C Spire was doing uh, down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Biloxi Gulfport. But, um, uh, you know, as our last caller was just talking about T-Mobile, it looks like they've, at least along, it looks like major highways and interstates, it looks like they've got some stuff going, uh, specifically uh, through Mississippi and Louisiana and some other parts of the Mid-South. Of course, 
Um, as far as that goes, you know, like AT&T has a low band 5G in uh, uh, Birmingham, which is fairly close to here. Sprint is in Atlanta and Houston. Um, uh, Verizon has Panama City, which is uh, kind of random. Atlanta and Dallas. Um, I guess maybe it's no more random than Biloxi Gulfport. But uh, depending on who your carrier is, yeah, you've got some stuff, you know, New Orleans and Memphis and things like that. And uh, the option is coming along slowly but surely. All right, we'll take our last break here. When we come back, we'll take a call from Dexter and Jackson. you got time to call us if you'd like, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening. Let's go right back to the phones. We have Dexter and Jackson on the line. Dexter, thanks for calling in. Good morning. Good morning. My question is, hello? Yeah, go right ahead. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, I stay in a rural area, and right now I'm using like a 4G hotspot uh, through ceasefire. And I would like to try to get the Amazon Fire Stick. They ran fiber optic probably about three years ago. And I'm just checking to see, is there anything I can use or get to uh, have access to Amazon Fire Stick and different things that I have to use Internet for? Well, uh, you've got your... Uh, are you are you in a rural area? I mean, I, I heard you say that they're running fiber. So, can you get access to that fiber? No. Every time I call, Ceasefire actually ran the line, and they said it's still not available. But when I saw the guy, uh, the guys working running the line, I asked them, and like I said, it's been about three years now, and we still don't have access to uh, uh, good internet. Okay. So uh, your your options are unfortunately very limited. Um, you can try to boost the signal to your home, and uh, that's pretty much all you can do at this point. Um, we don't recommend satellite internet yet again. Um, it's just it, it it is a mixed bag for most people. Uh, they they do not have a good experience with it and there's a lot of usage issues but when you're talking about streaming rurally you're talking about using a lot of data and it's going to end up costing you a bundle okay okay all right dexter all right. we appreciate right. the call this morning all right uh guys uh, a couple of the stories that we've talked about today I don't want to run out of time here before we get into any of these but, uh, hey, Siri, I'm getting pulled over. Shortcut makes it easy to record interactions with police. Um, uh, the Siri shortcut, I'm getting pulled over, exists once you load this free shortcut onto your iPhone. All you need to do is say, hey, Siri, I'm getting pulled over, and it will kickstart a chain of events. It will dim your phone, pause any music being played, 
and start recording video from your front-facing camera. It can also send your current location and a copy of that video to an emergency contact, though you'll need to confirm a few pop-up messages to complete those steps. Uh, The shortcut itself is the work of Robert Peterson, who first published it in 2018. Peterson has been updating the program since then, uh, and the shortcut has gained new attention following protests after the police killing of George Floyd. So how about that? That's pretty interesting. That's that's a that's a helpful tool. It's a shortcut or it's an app. It's got to be an app, right? Uh, well, the, the way that this story on The Verge describes it, it's just a it's a shortcut. It's I, a shortcut. I suppose um, it's a shortcut. It's not you don't have to download anything. Uh, Crystal, my so wife, like, set it up on my phone uh, uh, when it was announced in 2018. All you have to do is say, hey, Siri. And it it, it is send your location to your emergency contact and uh, start recording. Okay, so it's like a conditional thing that you set up with her, and she just does that whenever she hears that command. There you go. Gotcha. She being Siri, not Java's wife. I'm on it. Okay. All right, guys, the PS5, the next-generation PlayStation console, console. Boy, it's about time for the end of the show, isn't it? Um, it has a release date confirmed for late 2020. Uh, or holiday times, which means, you know, between October and December, probably. So the PS design reveal was a shock and it included the surprise unveiling of the PS5 digital edition, a streamlined all digital console without a disc drive. It's another sign that console manufacturers have their eye on a future without physical media. While Sony didn't reveal the PS5 price or release date, uh, we now know a lot of what we can expect from the PlayStation launch later this year. Um, some of the specs, uh, include, uh, let's see, the AMD Zen two based CPU with eight cores at 3.5 gigahertz, 16 gigs of GDDR6 memory and a custom RDNA two AMD GPU that puts out 10.28 TFLOPs of processing power. What does that mean, fellas? It's a uh, it's a pretty powerful little machine. Um, it is still going to be one generation behind where PCs are right now in terms of what we can put inside of our boxes. However, that's par for the course. Uh, it's still going to be a pretty impressive machine. The uh, the PS4 and the PS4 Pro were three ninety nine uh, three hundred ninety nine dollars at launch. But uh, according to this article I'm reading here, the PS5 will cost a little bit more. Leaks have suggested around the $499 mark, which to me is less than I anticipated that it would be, at least at launch anyway. But you know what? Maybe the events of the world from this past year might have an effect on that, might make it cheaper, at least at the launch anyway. Guys, thank you so much. Stay tuned. Coming up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart right here on MPB Think Radio. 